Hello, and welcome to the Get Lean and Eat Clean podcast. My name is Brian Grin. I'm a certified health coach, trainer, and author. And this podcast is for middle-aged men and women looking to optimize their health and get their bodies back to what it once was 10 to 15 years ago. I will give you simple, actionable items to get long-term sustainable results. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. All right. Welcome to the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. My name is Brian Grin. I hope you had a great weekend. Happy Tuesday if you're listening to this on Tuesday. And hopefully you listen to my interview with Menno Henselmans. He is, was an exercise scientist and we touch all about, you know, he, he brought up a bunch of cool studies, one regarding carbs and um, some misconceptions around that and muscle growth. Over We, we also talked about overcoming comfort eating, um, eating around your workout. I went through, I wanted to know his routine. So he went through his routine. I'm a big, big um, fan of, you know, just learning from other people's routines and what we can gain from that. So definitely check out my interview with Menno. And today I wanted to touch on, I know I say this a lot, but I feel like this comes up a lot, this topic around eating nutrient dense foods, because if I'm getting interviewed in maybe like another podcast and they ask me one of the keys, and I think one of the keys to having a successful fast is creating sa eating satiating foods that are full of micronutrients. And, you know, that's not always easy all the time, but I think if you're aware of foods that can create satiety and bring you these essential micronutrients, then, you know, you're sort of getting your best bang for your buck, right? Yeah, maybe it's a little more, more expensive, but you're eating less of it. It's a lot easier to overeat processed carbs than it is to overeat something that's a whole food like eggs, ribeye, seafood. So I think if you can wrap your arms around some of the, you know, I'm going to name some today, some nutrient dense foods that you can add in from, from time to time, I think it'll make you know, it'll clean up your diet, but it'll also help, you know, if you are getting into doing some fasting, it'll help those fasts go a lot easier. Um, because we all know that it's a lot easier. Like I mentioned, if you're having, you know, that's why, you know, you have dessert, you can, you can eat overeat that cake, but if someone brings another ribeye to the table, it ain't happening. You're not going to be able to eat it. So it's all about controlling cravings and, you know, wrapping your arms around satiety and, you know, yes, you're, are you still going to be hungry from time to time? For sure. I mean, if you're, especially if you're used to eating at certain times, but if you have nutrient dense foods, um, and add in some of the ones I'm going to mention today, it'll help you in an enormous amount of getting through times where, you know, maybe you don't want to snack and, and, um, and overeat during meals. So I thought it would be a great topic to talk about today. And, uh, my buddy, Marty Kendall, my buddy, well, I had him on the podcast. Good guy. I actually going to look to probably get him back on the podcast. He has a cool website and I'll put a link to it called optimizingnutrition.com. And he, they talk a lot about, um, like these nutrient dense food charts that they have, and we'll touch on a few of them today, but I love the quote that he has in it. And it says your diet doesn't need a name or a belief system, just enough nutrients. And I think we've gotten a little bit caught up in all the rhetoric behind, well, are you carnivore? Are you keto? Uh, 
are you vegetarian? Are you vegan? And I like this quote, your diet doesn't need a name or a belief system, just enough nutrients. So if you're getting enough nutrients, your body will be happy. And that's all it asks for. So also my buddy, Brad Kearns has a carnivore score chart. It's a little more weighted towards the meat and fish side. Uh, but there's a lot of similarities between the charts and I'm going to just touch on just a few from each category, you know, so you can, you can pick and choose, but, um, let me touch on, and I'm going to go to Marty Kendall's chart where he talks about nutrient dense plant foods, um, plant foods. I like to add in from time to time to my meals, as long as you can digest them and, and you're not getting upset stomachs. I think there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I know there's a lot of carnivores who can't, and that's why they eat mainly meat. Um, but if you can add in some plant foods, you're getting fiber, you're getting, you know, just the water weight of the food that's filling and satiating. Um, and actually the number one in, on his chart is watercress and then spinach. Um, I wouldn't go for the spinach every day just because if it's fairly high in what's called oxalates. Um, but spinach is number two, asparagus, Swiss chard, parsley, broccoli, okay, bok choy, chives, nori. Uh, we got cauliflower, lettuce, zucchini, broccoli sparts. I, for me, I'm mushrooms is down there. Um, I like to add mushrooms. We like to add mushrooms, maybe some tomatoes um, and cook them. Um, cooking's a lot easier, you know, rather than just eating them raw. So add in some, you know, adding in these nutrient dense plant foods can really go a long way. When it comes to animal foods, um, you know, the carnivore chart that Brad Kearns and I have talked about in the past, you know, it, the similarities, we got liver number one. Now we got beef liver, chicken liver, and then lamb liver. And you're, if you're thinking to yourself, I want nothing to do with it. I actually eat, I eat, I've eaten beef liver quite a bit. Um, my wife will make it every so often. I don't think you need to have liver every week, maybe every few weeks, maybe at least once a month. Because if you think about it, you know, conceptually wise, actually, I, I listened to um, another individual uh, who was on Brad's podcast, just talk about, think about the animal as a whole, mainly it's mainly muscle meat, right? The organs are just a small part. So they didn't have organs all the time. If you think of it like ancestrally, um, our ancestors would have those, those, you know, those sought out um, organ meats from time to time, because it was only a small part of the animal. And then obviously they would eat, you know, the rest of the animal. So I think if you construct your diet that way and have liver from time to time, you don't have to have it every week. Um, if you want to add it when you don't feel like eating it, uh, ancestral supplements, there's, there's, a, there's, there's a few companies that make these, uh, freeze dried hundred percent grass fed organ, um, capsules. So you can check that out. Um, after the liver, you got the whole egg. And if, if you can tolerate eggs, most people can, some people can't, I, I, I do love eggs. I add them into my meal almost every day. And, you know, that's not the most expensive thing, right? Eggs aren't that, you know, they've gotten more expensive, but you know, you want to get pasture, you know, pasture raised and, um, and make sure that it's from a good source. So maybe from a local, uh, local farmer. So you got eggs after that. And then, and then you get into duck eggs and you got pork. Um, I don't really eat pork, but then you get into some chicken and roast beef and, um, filet. <laughs> so ribeye, we have a lot of ribeye and, um, filet from time to time. Very blessed to, to we buy it from a few different sources. You, you can check out us wellness meats. They have 
huge supply and you can usually get a discount as well. Um, <clears throat> so those are some of the nutrient dense foods. You know, one of the things, excuse me, those are some of the nutrient dense animal-based foods and plant foods. Now, one of the things that I think is a great sort of way to get these foods in and it doesn't, not going to kill the budget is, um, Brad likes to call them the smash family, which is sardines, mackerel, anchovies, salmon, or herring. So if you like any of those, that's a great, convenient, affordable way to get these omega-3s in these wild caught oil, oily, cold water fish. So I like to add sardines and mackerel in from time to time, obviously salmon and herring as well. Not a big anchovies fan, but you know, you could, you could add those in from time to time if you like them. And then after that, um, really it comes down to what, you know, what, what are some of the seafoods that you should go for? I mean, I, we love finding, if you really find a good wild source, um, vital choice is a, is a brand we've used before. Also Cetopia, um, Cetopia is really cool. Uh, they have almost like sushi grade, uh, all different types of fishes, sushi grade, and it's actually farm raised, but they raise it in the environment that it should be raised in. So you're not getting microplastics and toxins that might be coming from the ocean. So pretty cool company. I'm looking into that company more and more. Um, so nutrient dense seafoods, what are tops on the list? Cod, mussels, oysters, mackerel. There you go. You got mackerel, shrimp, and caviar. I don't really eat caviar, <laughs> salmon and sardines and tuna. So these are, you know, these are items, especially like sardines and tuna, you can get that and it's not overly expensive and you're getting a, you know, a quality nutrient dense food. So I just think it's important to have this in mind when, what, you know, whether you're getting into faster or not, obviously, I mean, you know, the less processed, the better, and all these foods obviously don't have labels on them. So, um, you know, focusing your meals around these quality proteins is going to make your fast a lot easier and it's going to keep you satiated. And, you know, you're getting protein as well, which is obviously, um, you know, the most satiating nutrient that you could have. So if you want to check out Marty Kendall's charts, I'll put a lip, lip, limp, limp, a link for optimizingnutrition.com and also for the carnivore scores chart from my buddy, Brad Kearns. So hopefully this, this helps you just wrap your arms around, um, finding nutrient dense foods and adding them to your diet and yeah, if you have any questions, you can email me, brian at briangrid.com. Enjoy the rest of your week, and I'll talk to you on Friday. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. I understand there are millions of other podcasts out there, and you've chosen to listen to mine, and I appreciate that. Check out the show notes at briangrin.com for everything that was mentioned in this episode. Feel free to subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend or family member that's looking to get their body back to what it once was. Thanks again and have a great day.